Now give me Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. On that day, his burden shall, his burden will fall from your shoulders. And his yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because of his fatness. I, I want to talk a bit about somebody say better effort. Better effort. Hallelujah. Israel rebelled against God. And then God a specialist in handing his children over to their enemies to, for their discipline. There is something about God when I read Isaiah that any time God wants to discipline his people, he has a way of taking the discipline out of the confines of people alike his people and giving the discipline to people who are not like his people to discipline them. Amen. Anytime Israel does something wrong, I'm thinking that God should raise another Israelite to discipline them. Because Israel was divided, in, the kingdom was divided into Judah and Israel. And most times, Israel, the northern part of the kingdom, was always rebelling against God. Judah rebelled, but not as often as Israel. Judah was the southern side. So for instance, the southern side rebels. It is only proper that you use the, the southern side to correct. Because you have the same blood. Are, are you getting it? But Israel will rebel against God. And God will go and take Babylon or Assyria. To come and punish Israel. Until they repent and are restored. So it's some, it, it, it baffles my mind. And sometimes these Assyrians and Babylonians. They can punish Israel until God himself gets angry. Hallelujah. They, they can punish, they can so well deal with Israel that God himself will not get angry and then starts punishing them. Amen. I'm looking at why God does not use a people like Israel to deal with them. Amen. Because God always doesn't want you to feel justified in your righteousness. Amen. You know how sometimes we even correct ourselves when we go wrong. By the time you finish correcting a fellow Christian, you yourself, you have rebelled against God. So always God takes the discipline out of the place of another child of his so that in their correction, they don't even incur the anger of God. Because sometimes, because we are standing right with God, correcting someone who has done wrong against God our caressing can be very judgmental and very condemnatory. So, so when God wants to deliver you from committing an error that can set him against you, he takes the correction of ourselves from amongst ourselves and uses sometimes an outsider to come and correct us. By so I want to tell you that may God be able to entrust us with the corrections of our brothers. I'm going somewhere to so follow me. Because you see, the people do that end up being used as correction tools. They now overdo the thing because they feel the advantage over God's children. Hallelujah. 
Sometimes it is difficult to grow numerically because the people that must grow the church in numbers intellectually, they are babies. Am I teaching? Hallelujah. I'm teaching. I pray that the Lord will grant us the grace to mature well so we can move his church from the little to the thousands. If I have a church, you shout a better amen. And so, we, we, we need to look at why sometimes we can remain a little for a very long time. Because we are not moving as God wants us to move. The reason we are not moving is because we are not intellectually grown, so we are given only to internal matters. Are we together? We are given to internal matters. And the internal matters does not allow us to see the opportunities that are outside. Are you following me? So I pray grace comes upon our lives. That this season of growth, growth, exploits by growth, may you grow intellectually so that you can grow the church numerically. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? I need to grow intellectually. I need to grow in my spiritual life because if I don't grow, my life will not even attract somebody to follow me to church. Because if you are not intellectually grown, if you are not matured in Christ Jesus, you may be the best singer in this church, but your life in your neighborhood will not sing of the song you sing in church about Christ. Hallelujah. So sometimes we are in the little and we remain in the little realm because the people that must be tools to grow the church, they are still babies. Hallelujah. You see, because if you don't grow intellectually, whatever you have to do for something to work, every day because of your state of immaturity, you are still looking for attention when you, want to be, when you ought to be giving attention. Are you following me? And so I pray that may our beer and our muscles and the development of our body not inform our intellectual growth. May we intellectually grow to match up with how our body has developed. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Because we cannot move into the thousands. Children don't go to war. Children don't go to war. Children don't go for soul winning. Children don't convince anybody with their lifestyle that go to church. No, no, no child can influence church growth. Am I teaching? Are you hearing me? In the same vein, no child, no member who refuses to grow can contribute to the church growth. So sometimes, eh, when a church is not growing in number, it's an indication that there are more immature members in the church than those who are matured in Christ. Don't be fooled about those of us running and shaking and jumping and speaking grammar and with our face like we are in the spirit. Don't let it fool you. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Don't, don't let the commitment, you know, oh, where do I yard you? Where do I yard you? You see, those things doesn't show. Obua naturally, you know, oh, you're good. I'm teaching. 
Owo unnatural no opadiyo. Enti e ba ni se di ajai. Dadumu no. It doesn't obu ha o ye perfectionist or perfectionist to tunu ma ye. That is who they are. Are you hearing me? Are you obu ye vocal ni mkasa? Oh, 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 oh. Hallelujah. So, but, but we, we get swayed to think that, ah, where do you ask when you were Yamimu? Hallelujah. Send it by you when Yamimua. The dear dance here can and say, Nida will bore our years only a more. Hallelujah. No, no, no. You, you don't find a mature Christian fighting another Christian in church over something they feel you didn't do right. They look for a way to get it done right so that we move forward. The Bible says that after Assyria invaded them, took them into captivity, and brought them under hard labor that they were paying tax they didn't have money to pay. Hallelujah. So, Israel, for many years, were under the captivity and bondage of Assyria in tax paying. Hallelujah. And the, pay, the taxes were so heavy and the people were so poor that they couldn't live with it and it was killing them. But there are no option than to pay it because they are under captivity. They are in captivity. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Then in the captivity, God brings them a word and says that a day is coming that his burden shall be lifted off your shoulder and his yoke be broken off thy neck because of his fatness. Hallelujah. This is how it reads in the original Hebrew language. In the original Hebrew, it is not because of the anointing. It is because of the fatness of thy neck. Hallelujah. And when he said, because of the fatness of thy neck, he spoke it with the oxen in his mind. The oxen were animals that were used to work on farmlands. Amen. And in order, because they are very stubborn and wild animals, they have to be tamed. And so in taming them, they yoke their neck. They put something on their neck. And then on it, they put a machinery or something they can work with. Or sometimes even the owner of the farmer may be sitting in the tin. Or maybe the tin will just be... At, and then you, you, they'll be working with it. Grazing the, uh, the land. Or probably using them to harvest the field. Running through the plants and then harvesting it. That is the oxen. Hallelujah. So when Isaiah said, in that day, your, your, the burden will be lifted and the yoke shall be Broken up thy neck because of thy fatness. So with these cows and with these oxen, at a point in time when they are yoked by the, when they are yoked by their owners, sometimes it is not the cows cry that free me from my yoke, but as the master yokes them, they grow in the yoke until the yoke itself gets broken and they go free. Can I hear somebody shout amen? I am praying grace for us. The reason we must grow in numbers as a church, the reason we must grow in size and capacity is that when we grow, we break limitations. Listen. No, nothing can control us. Hallelujah. 
when we have the numbers. Amen. He said, his yoke shall be broken because of the fatness. So the yoke leader, it is there. When we grow fat, naturally, the yokes get off our neck. Somebody say, better fat. Hallelujah. For instance, when you grow financially, some yokes take care of themselves naturally. It does, the yoke is not a prayer topic again. So any church that is not growing in number, we are still going to be yoked. And anything the devil brings up, sometimes it's not even the devil. Anything good that we ought to do, we will just look at it and believe God in prayer for it. We can never do it because we don't have the number and the capacity to be able to do it. So what is not supposed to become a burden even becomes a burden on us. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I am teaching? Yeah. I am praying that this month. So that is why I said, someone say exploits by growth. There are, there are exploits we can only do when we have grown. When we have not grown fat, there are some exploits we can, we only talk about them, we can never do them. And as we are hearing the sound of my voice, I want you to eye your community, eye your school, eye your workplace, eye anywhere possible that what soul can I win? What can I add to the fatness of our church? Hallelujah. Because not only does the church become free, even you, your yokes are lifted. Hallelujah. But I pray in the name of Jesus that this scripture will become so real in our life this month. Somebody say we have to grow fat. As I speak to you, not only am I looking, speaking to you with regards to the church, even in our individual lives, may we cultivate the wisdom to grow fat. Not bodily, that one will kill you. Are you hearing? But I pray that in the acquisition of knowledge, may you grow fat. May you be so level-headed in touch with modern knowledge. Not a cake one. Are you hearing me? Are you, may your weight in knowledge not be like a cone. Are you hearing me? May your weight in knowledge be heavy. When somebody is talking to you, they must know you are weighty. Are you hearing me? Because there is there alone that nobody can enslave you with any doctrine and any kind of knowledge because you, are, you have already grown fatness on your knowledge level. I pray that even financially, you will grow so fat. Praying for somebody. May we grow so fat financially. But I pray that this season of supernatural growth will not just be excited about what God is going to do. But may we be motivated about the capacity we create for ourselves. That if you don't even have money in your pocket, you are fat somewhere. So when people are shaking, you are not shaking. I am talking to somebody. I am talking to somebody. Yesterday I was telling one of my friends that as a say, trust more as cinema. Because in the times you live in right now, you cannot even trust your salary. Who am I talking to? You, your, the, your income on anyone needs to you know, yeah, So this is where I need to trust God. Hallelujah. How many of you am I, who, who am I talking to tonight? 
But touching him, he said, I need to grow. I need to grow. We need to grow. Look at him. He said, we need to grow. We need to grow. So look at him. Rise up. Say, rise up, my neighbor. Rise up. Rise up. Go to the ghettos. Go to your friends. Go to your neighbors. Go to your co-tenants. Go to the maternity ward where you are going to deliver. When you go there and you are lying there, make friends with other pregnant women. Make friends with your church in mind. I need people for my church. Are you hearing what I'm teaching you? Because we must grow fat for some yokes to be broken. There are burdens we are carrying and they are breaking our shoulders down because our shoulders are too light to carry such burdens. But may we go find flesh. Am I teaching this at all? May we go there and find flesh. You are friends. You, may God give you the tongue of the learned. May God give, make your tongue like the pen of a skillful writer. That anybody you talk and share God's word with, they will say, Let's, I want to follow you to your Jesus and I want to follow you to your church. At the path, you didn't want to dance here. Our problem is that you are the poverty and you want to dance here. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Yeah. Because it has said now for seven years more into your foul serious crowd. Am I teaching you? And now one casano, they don't really know who you are. So you cannot convincingly tell them about your Jesus. Let alone talk to them that you go to church. And them to say, Oh, Charlie, you go to church. Then Charlie, I want to go to church with you. When we grow fat, the yoke shall go off our neck. Burdens shall be lifted off our shoulders. This man, Father, in the name of Jesus. You are the way maker. Even in the rebellion of Israel, you still prove to them that you are a father that shows kindness. Hear my voice this week. Your church must grow in number. Any jobless person here, any business or career that is suffering all kinds of things, Lord, for the sake of thy name, for the sake of thy name. For the sake of thy name. And for the sake of the advancement of your church. In fulfilling your divine purpose. I pray. That this man let's great doors be open. This man let doors be open. Let the reaper angels be released. Let the reaper angels be released. In the name of the Lord. Lord whisper the careers of people to the right employees in the name of Jesus to the right people that will employ them whisper them to them in the name of Jesus mention God the, the business is here to the people locally and internationally in the name of the Lord Jesus ah breakthroughs growth customer growth of growth in opportunities, growth in finances, growth in resources. We prophesy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hold your neighbors and say, neighbor, we must grow fat so that we can do some exploits. Look at them and tell them again, like we are prophesying to them. So we must grow in number. Tell you, we must grow in numbers as a church. We will not sit fifties again. We will not sit hundreds again. We are running into the thousands.
thousands. We are running into the thousands so that limitations, yokes, and burdens will be broken in the name of Jesus. Better a fat. Better a fat. His yoke. The yoke will be broken because of his fatness. Hallelujah. I pray. May strange yokes be destroyed. May God awaken some, some desire in us. May God awaken some desires in us. That in our workplaces we shall be evangelistic. We shall set ourselves on course to draw people into our church and say that come know our Jesus. Come visit us in church. Because you see, the more we grow in number, the more it becomes easy for us to handle things. A few cannot handle. One will chase a thousand. Two shall chase ten thousand. And if two is chasing ten thousand, imagine the many ten can chase. Hallelujah. In Deuteronomy, the Bible said, how should one chase a thousand? Are you getting it? How? It's not, no, he said, how? How should one chase what? And two put ten thousand to flight. So, when you quote that scripture, one will chase a thousand. Two will chase ten thousand. The reason it is possible is because God, their rock, gave the thousand and the ten thousand into the hands of the one and two. Are you getting it? 18. You can't say, Nami and four account for and so on, sir. I'm not tired. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. David said that my enemies are more than my, the hair on my head. Hallelujah. All he's trying to say that the people and the things we are dealing with, they are more than us. So when you overcome, it's not because we are fulfilling scripture of one shall chase a thousand. It's because except their rock had sold them and the Lord has shut them down. Shut them this. But sometimes we become content in our oneness because as one, we have done great. But what you don't know is that God had to subdue things so that your thousand Ghana cities you could buy land. It doesn't mean that we are wise and how you are intelligent and how you are very economical. God subdued things. Now, am I teaching? Two, when you see ten, two chasing ten thousand and the ten thousand are running. Because of two soldiers, you should know that God has sold them. God has taken their defense, their strength, and given them to the two. I pray grace for you. I pray grace for you. Are you hearing me? May an anointing come upon us. One day, the Pharisees wanted to kill Jesus. But the Bible says they could not. Because of the people. They feared the people. Hallelujah. There were multitudes that had come to believe Jesus Christ. And because of the multitude, the Pharisees could not kill him. Then Satan entered Judas. Hallelujah. One man. One man. Are you following me? So you see, multitudes can generate fear. When we grow in number, it's easy to put fear. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. 
we come together as a church. We come together as a church. With our hands lifted up. Our hands lifted up. Awaken the desire for souls. Awaken the desire for souls. The desire for church growth. The desire for church growth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Align our desires. Align our passions. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In this month of October. We dedicate it, O Lord, to hunt for souls. We pray for the passion. We pray for the consciousness. That every day we shall not be forgetful of this assignment. Lift up your voice and pray right now. 